and gentlemen, welcome to The Side Effect, a show that deals with hot topics from all directions. And now, introducing the funny, the talented, the charismatic, the captivating, the woman who tells it like it is, your host, I am Side. edition of the Psy Effect Radio Show. I am your host, Psy, and today's special guest on the Psy Effect, I have a singer, songwriter, Miss Tony Hill. Tony has been blazing the stage from coast to coast for almost two decades. She grew up immersed in performing arts from music, theater, spoken word poetry, dance, television broadcasts, and modeling. She also teamed up with an all-female writing team, Big Draws, in New York to pin a song for neo-soul artist Kendrick the Family Soul. She's also co-wrote a song with internationally known dancer and singer Francesca Maria. And today she's on the side effect to share her new album, Only Love. We're going to be right back after this break with Miss Tony Hill. Attention ladies, are you tired of wearing jeans that make your booty look as flat as a pancake? Are you tired of sitting on soft surfaces and not being able to leave that curvaceous booty print? Well then look no further. I am Sai and I was just approved for an unlimited Home Depot credit card. And I just purchased pounds of cement, super glue, and racks on racks on racks on racks of fixer flat. Call 1-800-BIG-BOOTY for your free consultation with me, yours truly. I am Sai, and I will have your booty going from wham to damn in 10 minutes. Call me, 1-800-BIG-BOOTY. All operators are standing by. to the Psy Effect Radio Show every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for your hot topics, hot interviews, and hot music. Go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Psy Effect Radio Show. See you there. Welcome back to the Psy Effect Radio Show. I am Psy, and today's guest is singer-songwriter Miss Tony Hill. We're going to go into Tony's first song we're going to share with you guys. I'm going to share three, but the very first song we're going to share with you is called This Thing Called Love, one of my favorites. Trying to figure out what it's all Thing 
was this thing called love by Miss Tony Hill. I want to give a warm welcome to Miss Tony Hill to the side effect. Welcome, Tony. Oh, hi. <laughs> hello, hello, <Yay>. hello, hello. <laughs> Applause and all. Yay. Yes, girl. We roll out. We do everything but roll out the red carpet. And if we could, we would. But it's radio. <laughs> Welcome to the side effect. I just shared one of your um songs from the from the album Only Love and it was this thing called Love, one of my favorite songs. Thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for inviting me. You're very welcome. But Tony, how long have you been singing professionally? Professionally since ninety nine. Um Prior to that, it was more, you know, kind of a hobby thing or something that accidentally got discovered. Um, it wasn't my primary focus, I have to be honest. But uh, around 99, I decided to pursue it professionally. So it was an accident. So what happened? You were singing in the shower and somebody was like, Ooh, is that You know, actually, kind of. Um, you know, it, it really reads a lot like Sister Act where you have a talent and they're kind of holding on to it, and somebody mm-hmm. puts you on front street. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was in I was in a lot of choirs and stuff uh, coming up and church choir and all that, but I was just kind of, like, blending in, kind of trying to be invisible. And one of my instructors called me to the front and was like, uh, you, come here, and made me stand in front of the class, and he was like, do what you just were doing. And, you know, I belted out this note or whatever it was, and, you know, I pretty much got revealed. And so from that point on, it was kind of like um, a lot of my instructors and friends and stuff really kind of started helping me foster that particular mm-hmm. uh, aspect of my talent. And so that's kind of how I got revealed that because I knew I could sing at home and I would, mm-hmm. you know, sing around the house. But even my parents didn't know I could really sing. <laughs> right. I would do all these funny, I did funny voices on purpose and I was just kind of clowning around. <laughs> For our listeners um, who've never heard your music, how would you explain your sound to them? 
You know, I think that my sound is a little bit of jazz, a little bit of neo-soul, kind of mixed with a hip-hop twist. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree with um, yeah, that's that's pretty much the sound that I that I was going for. But I definitely wanted to make sure that I had something for the mature audience. I wanted to make sure I addressed that. So I hope I did a good job. Oh, you did a very good job. I can't stop listening to this album. I swear, it's it's like heavy rotation in my Camaro right now. Always, I got Miss Tony Hill. Riding, you know, with my weed blowing in the wind, with the windows oh, down, just cruising. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tony, um, what I liked about your album is that every track is relatable. All the tracks are relatable, and when I say it's relatable, it 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 seems like it was a um, a soundtrack to wow. It seems like it was a soundtrack to probably a relationship. If you're getting in a relationship, you have a crush on someone, or you're getting out of a relationship, or you know, it, it could be a soundtrack. Is that how you planned it, or did it just happen like that? You know, the plan that I had initially was just to make good music. I wanted to make music that my mother, you know, could be proud of and that I was kind of fed up with the way that R&B and soul music was going um, with regard to the lyricism. And Mm -hmm. I grew up listening to a lot of really good music, and I really love and respect, you know, Lionel Richie and some of the um, Holland Dozer Hauser, you know, like uh, Holland or whatever, like really good songwriters. Mm-hmm. And so I really wanted to focus on writing really, really good lyrics and making sure that love was at the forefront and that I expressed that overall. That was my biggest goal. Now, the way okay. the songs came and fell into place, that took a long time to kind of craft that and weed some of the mm-hmm. songs out, et cetera. Um, but, yeah, I, I my main focus was just, like, I was fed up and I wanted to make really good music and I wanted it to be something that was more lasting. I didn't want it to be like, okay, tomorrow you're going to be sick of this song and you never want to hear me again. I wanted to make sure that it had a little bit of more staying power and that it was a little closer to classics. Okay. We're going to go into another song of Miss Tony Hill. This one is one of my favorite I like the whole freaking album, okay? I can't keep saying this is one of my favorite songs. The other one is one of my favorite. I love the whole album. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this one we're going to play is If It's Real. You want to set this up and how this came about? If It's Real is about a girl being having a crush on her best friend mm. and just basically saying, look, we've been friends. I don't want to ruin this, but I kind of need to tell you something. And mm-hmm. if it's real, if you're, the feeling is mutual, then um, perhaps we can find out and take it to another level.
Tony Hill. I mean, I love that when you go, oh, I love that part when you break that down. <laughs> I love the entire, tell me, is the entire album, was that done with all live instruments? Yes and no. I'm going to tell you the secret. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. The producer had that particular song. He had produced that song um, for someone else, mm-hmm. and I just loved it so much. And I was just begged and begged and begged because they had a song that was to it already. And I was like, no, please let me have this song. And um, that was live instrumentation, and then we added the kungas and some of the other um, nuances and extra stuff on top later once I mm-hmm. hijacked the song. Hijacked <laughs> <laughs> somebody else's track, and I'm sure you made it too. I was like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> this is the one, the one for me. Um, yeah, and, and quite a bit of the other stuff is kind of similar. He has some program beats, and I was like, uh, can we retract the drums? This, mm-hmm. you know, put the click and take that off of there. I want that groove. I want their live feel, you know. Or yeah. can we take that synth bass off of there and get and you know get a guy in here and let him go right. for it, <laughs> you know? So yeah, so it's kind of half and half um, mm-hmm. with regard to the production aspect. We kind of had a template and then we took some stuff off and you know just kind of went for it after that really? and added added some live stuff over it. So it's it's a mix. <laughs> well, kudos to the production because I love it. I love it. Now, you, as I said earlier when I introduced you, that you were able to pin a song for Kendrick, the family soul. Can you tell us how that came about? I was working in New York um, for Big Sound Worldwide, a company and one of the producers actually has done a, quite a bit of work for 50 Cent and uh, some other, you know, more hip-hop related. He penned a song, um, a track for um, the, what is it, Shark Tales or one of those mm-hmm. movies. Um, and so he actually talked to me and introduced me to a writing team named Big Draws, Um Chanel Red and Tanisha Blacks Jackson and their writing team, and they've pinned songs for Jaheem, and they've worked with Destiny's Child and stuff. And he said, you know, I really want you as a singer and a songwriter to improve, and I want you to work with these other women because I think it would be a good fit. So once I started working with them, uh, we got called in by the producer who did Jill Scott's Golden, and mm. He asked us to write that song, so I got kind of you know front of a friend type of thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it was such an experience, and it was so wonderful. And they are just awesome as artists and just as people. And most mm-hmm. of their children were there. They had adorable set of twins that I just couldn't keep my hands off of. I was like, wow. wait, wait, okay, focus. Oh, you're so squishy. Okay, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really had a good time um writing that and recently um I found online I found the video to it too. So I was like, "Oh, yay." So it I just felt proud. It was a really proud moment cuz you always as a songwriter you want your stuff to get out there, but you never know. Yeah. You can write a million songs and it just takes that one, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, now, it felt what, good. What's the name of the song again? So, you know, peeps can Google it and check out the video and all that good stuff. 
Jesus. See, oh God, hold on. <laughs> you got me stumped for a second because I can't. Uh, and I just had it. I just actually was looking at the um, video the other day too. Don't give me the lying about it. You're gonna have to move on to the next question, and I'm gonna come right. back. Yeah, we, we can do that. Babe. We can do that. You know, we may we'll go back to it later on. How about that? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Now, you are a mother. You you are in the industry. How do you how do you actually um, balance it all? You know, I know it girl. definitely is um, a juggling act. But mm-hmm. I think that. You know, my family is really supportive, and they know how much I really want this and how Mm -hmm. much, you know, it really takes commitment-wise. Like, my mother watched the children for a whole week last week so that I can do some intense rehearsals. We did a Michael Jackson Afrobeat tribute, and I had a lot of rehearsals, and I needed to learn choreography, and I had to go out of town and all this stuff. And, you know, my mom really stepped up and said, hey, I'll hold it down for you. And um, I have a couple friends, too, that supplemented whenever my mom wasn't able to do it. And um, Mm -hmm. I'm just blessed to have some people around me that believe in me and feel how important it is for me to be able to still be creative, although I have the responsibility now. So I'm blessed in that way. Um, Yeah. Now, you write all of your music. Where do you draw inspiration You know, I draw inspiration from my own life, from stories that people tell me, um, from books that I've read, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes just taking a trip to the beach, just clearing my head and reflecting back on my life, and, you know, just drawing from a number of places, but like... Rose, for instance, one of the songs that I wrote um, about, you know, a woman not having an absentee father and just how that lack of having that father in her life led to her making bad choices in her own relationships and kind of repeating the cycle. I Mm -hmm. really got a lot of that inspiration from relationship I was in and the guy shared, you know, a lot of his stories and and you know, issues that he had with his own biological father, one incident where he waited all Christmas and looked out the window and his mom pretty much just had to get him out of the window because his dad never showed up. And Mm -hmm. that really hurt, you know, and I was raised by my stepfather. And so I know how it feels, you know, to have that. And one of my best friends, similar story, her father went on and had other children and raised them, you know, Mm -hmm. and never really made that connection with her. So I drew inspiration from all of us, and I just was like, I have to tell this story on behalf of all of us because I know it's not just me and her and, you know, him that has had this issue. There's a lot of people that, you know, for whatever the circumstances may be, you know, as a child there's, you know, still some wounds there that need to be healed, and I felt like maybe if I wrote about it that I would feel better and that maybe, you know, they might feel a little better too. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that song because I was raised by my stepfather and in a word in the words of Shaq, my biological didn't bother. So I can yeah, definitely really. <laughs> relate to that. I, oh, thank now, you. You're welcome. Now when you write songs, what's your favorite part of the process? You know, It really depends on whether I'm being called, what 
point of the song I'm being called in on. Because mm-hmm. some songs, it's like they already have the idea. You just have to kind of fill in the blanks. <laughs> um, sometimes if I'm writing for myself, I may have an idea and I already have a melody, and then I just have to have the producers write around that. I think mm-hmm. the writing process itself is really fun for me. I really like to write. That's why I didn't mind writing for other projects. I like just writing in general. I think yeah. that um, it's really important for uh, – it was really important for me to – kind of relinquish that control too because sometimes I feel like I want to write but this song is not for me if I could mm-hmm. just have the right voice singing it if I could hear it the way that's in my head you know and get that out so I don't I don't feel like everything I wrote is my song and nobody else can sing it I'm not guarding it like that but I just think yeah. the writing process because you know I was I wrote a lot. I actually wanted to be a writer, you know, but I wanted to write stories and poetry and stuff like that. That was, like, my goal prior to people even knowing that I knew how to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just writing in general. I write poetry and songs just for the heck of it. And yeah. if it happens to, you know, somebody like it or want to produce it, then I feel really great that I got that accomplished. Why did you name the album Only Love? I named the album Only Love because I wanted to make sure that the whole thing was about love and about relationships that were healthy, that told a story about feeling, you know, just that agape love and also feeling just love like how powerful it could be and how life-changing it could be. And that's all I wanted to talk about because I felt like, you know, that's the missing part to what the music industry was doing and showing at the time. I felt like, you know, as a soul artist or an R&B artist, we weren't um, putting our best foot forward with regard to that. And we were being a little bit too, I don't know the word, but just weren't being responsible. Yeah. Weren't okay. really addressing issues the way they need to be addressed. Everything was like, okay, I'm going to cheat with you, and um, I don't care if you got a man, I don't care if you got a woman, I don't care, whatever. And, you know, mm-hmm. matter of fact, I'm going to freak you on the floor right now. And <laughs> I was like, yikes, can we be a little more subtle? Please. <laughs> you know, we're grown, and I know people like to get their freak on, but you have to say that like that. Right, though? right. You know, and then hip-hop was really doing the most with skeeting and they they were doing too much and, I, oh, yeah. and I, I don't know part of my conservative self came out and I was like what happened to the love so mm-hmm. I named it only love because I just wanted there to be some love in the world and in the lyrics I really did I was missing that I was like this is not you know the music my mom was listening to you know mm-hmm. yeah turn off the lights and all that you know people were talking yeah. about love but it was more romantic and it had integrity and it had some style and suave about it not just all right come here girl let me pull your hair (laughs) yikes right (laughs) wait can we can we talk can we eat some dinner can we have some candles something please (laughs) right music back then you know the writers back then left the music to the imagination you know they didn't say don't stop, pop that, you know. They they didn't have to do all of that because you know what was getting ready to pop off. Yes. You knew what was going to go down once the light turned off. Turn down the lights. Light yes, but you wanted to participate in it too, though. <laughs> right. You know, 
you wanted you wanted that, and they had that finesse and that allure and that the flirtatious vibe without being mm-hmm. too abrasive or abrupt or caveman. Let me b- beat you over the head and take you, <laughs> set you up somewhere. I was like, oh no, 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 wait. <laughs> With that said, oh, yeah. we're gonna. We're going to go into the next song, Only Love, (laughs) by Miss Tony Hill.
That was Only Love by Tony Hill. Girl, I was over here jamming. I forgot. <laughs> I was interviewing you. I she had to come back on the radio, see? Oh my gosh, Tony, Tony, I want to thank you for coming on the Psy Effect. Are there any projects that we should be looking out? Yes, ma'am. But oh, also just to clear up the thing with Kindred, um, the song is called Just the Way You Are. They have okay. it online. It's a black and white video. It was released in March of 2010. Um, myself, Tanisha Blacks Jackson, Ama Watts, and Chanel Red um, pinned that song together. Um, and so if people wanted to go online and look that up, it's on YouTube, and it's a very, very endearing video. I really like it. so pure oh, and pretty. Yeah. You're going to Google it. Just Oh, my God, you totally have to go on YouTube and look it up. It's so nice. And they're just such a sweet couple that it really feels good to be involved with something like yeah. that. And they're yeah. on the love team like me. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, future I- projects, I released a video um, for one of the songs, for that song you just played, for Only Love. I just released that about a month ago. Um, so it's online under Miss Tony Hill, M I S S T O N I H I O L on um, YouTube, and I'm working on two simultaneous projects. Um, one, I am studying jazz right now in wow. school, and so I want to try my hand at covering some standards. So I'm going to be doing that soon. And then I'm going to kind of take it back to my roots, too, and include some spoken word poetry and some hip-hop on uh, just a new solo project. So those two things are kind of working simultaneously right now. Um, Many of the musicians that I know uh, in the jazz realm and in the hip-hop realm, I'm trying to fuse them together because I Mm want to create my own type of a thing. I, I want There's nuances and there's things from both sides that if they could just be married together, it could be... Yes. Oh, God. It would be me. I'm like, I'm not just jazz. I'm not just hip-hop. I'm not just soul. Right. Can I put it together and figure out a, a balance? You know, mm-hmm. I think Joe Scott and Erica Badu really do a good job and Lauren Hill, like, do a good job of putting a lot of different things together and making them melt seamlessly together. So that's my goal right now and taking inspiration from them and just going, mm-hmm. okay, you, you can pull this off if it's done right. So that's where I'm at right now. So the new project sure. is underway. I'm sure you'll do Famously with that because you're what you're doing right now is a little bit of everything. So I, I know that you will be successful at the blending of whatever music you want to put together, oh, whether thank it's you. jazz, classical, a little Jamaican man up in there, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you go get it. A little get it. rude boy. <laughs> see, see, there you, go. you know. <laughs> Now, are you on Twitter, Facebook? How yes, you all I am on Facebook, Twitter. I have a Reverb Nation page, too, but to be honest, I am not the most savvy person online, but I'm, I'm getting better. Miss um, Tony Hill is pretty much everything because okay. I just want to keep my own mind wrapped around what did I name something, and it's yeah. also to keep it clear for the fans. Pretty much everything is either Tony Hill or Miss Tony Hill, M-I-S-S-T-O-N-I-H-I-L-L. All my Yahoo, my Gmail, my Facebook, my MySpace, I mean, pretty much everything's Miss Tony Hill. Super simple. I like that. Yeah, if you want to YouTube me, put Miss Tony Hill in, and pretty sure I'll come up. 
Thank you. Thank you so much, Ms. Tony Hill, for spending some time with me on the Side Effect Radio Show. I wish you much, much, much success. And, you know, when you're finished with those projects, you know, you got to come back. You know it, right? Oh, yes, ma'am. I would love to be back. And thank you for supporting me through everything. This has been such a roller coaster ride for me. Yeah. I feel so good to be loved and supported, and it feels good to finally, you know, be able to balance the family and school and everything and mm-hmm. get right back into the saddle and, and ride out to the sunset. So <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, the Psy Effect fan page. Also, I am Psy on Twitter. So tune in next time on The Psy Effect.